it is the anum 365 all hits no misses thank you very much for joining um yo what a year what a year what a year uh, we're approaching the end and i promised you guys two episodes two episodes two dope guests standard situation here with the anum um today's guest pretty cool um he's his blood he's my cousin Tando, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, Doug. So, it's funny, right? Um, <clears throat> you and I were having a conversation. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was about. Um, but I, I think in that conversation, you expressed that you're actually very much of an introvert. Yeah. Right? Then, me being me, I was like, introvert? Doesn't want to talk? Great. Gonna have him on the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Gonna make him talk. Get you out of your comfort zone. You know, I, I, love, I, love, I love getting out of comfort zones. But yeah. But before before we we go into all of that, this is a weird question because literally I've known you your whole life. Yeah. Um, like, where you fr- where, where you from? Like, like where you from? Your upbringing, all of those sorts of things. All those sorts of preliminary things. It's just like, you know, I was born in Flower Clinic, um, you know. Uh, Who's that? That's in, uh, it's in Florida there by, what's this? It's in, it's in the West Rand. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was born there. That's the hospital there. Um, I lived in, uh, this, what's this? Yo, I didn't think about all those things. Just, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> all it's those okay. places, but yeah. uh, I, I stayed in Northcliffe for like, my early years in the 90s 1999 that's when i was born yeah and then i moved to uh so you mean one of the 90s yeah not all of the 90s yeah, in the, the 90s <laughs> <In> the, <laughs> you say the 90s it's like yeah there's multiple years in the 90s but no. for you it was one year in the it 90s, was one year 1999 the year specific, you were born. it was 1999 yeah. you know, it was the 2nd of march yeah that's when i was born uh and you weren't born alone no i wasn't born alone i was born a twin uh-huh yeah for people that don't know obviously no one knows <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh I was born a twin, uh, born to, you know, uh, three siblings, obviously, that's including my twin. I have an older brother. Mm-hmm. I have, obviously, my younger brother. Uh, not my, can you saw this again? <laughs> no, no, continue, continue. So you've got, so it's you, it's, it's your older brother. Mm-hmm. Wait, but so between the, so your twin is Kualani? Yes. So who's the older twin? Mm-hmm. Who's older between the two of you? Well, it's it's my brother Polani. Yeah, he's the older of like. So you're the last born. Actually. I'm the last born, but I, I don't like <laughs> say that because it's not it's not fair. It's not accurate. Hey, it's actually. not accurate. It's not really accurate. Like. Um, okay, that's dope. Mm. I mean, what 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 I think is interesting about you um, is that, like, you, okay, well, actually, you and your brother. Mm. Let's let's start there. Mm-hmm. You and your brother are very different people. Yeah. Even, even though you guys look the same. Mm-hmm. Even though you guys have similar interests, obviously in terms of like sports and stuff like that, but you, but you, you guys have like yeah. like very different personalities. And and for me, I only really started noticing it like over the past few years, like recently. Yeah. You're, you're how old now? Um, twenty one. Twenty one. Like probably since you were nineteen or so. That's when I really started seeing like the real the real differences between you. Like what what's it like having a twin? Like what's the I know it's a weird question because yeah. that's all you've ever known. Yeah. But like, like, are there are there pros? Are there cons? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I can get into that. You know, obviously, when you say you notice from like later in our life, like nineteen to twenty-one, it was because there was a shift that happened. You know, obviously, we went to school together, same year, same time, um, and then was it in grade ten? Uh, I, fa- I failed, 
and that's when the shift really happened where we weren't together all the time and it was most of the time where we're depending on each other and just to do certain things you know doing things in unison and then this independence had to grow out of both of us where we really actually just you know started forming our own friendships with other people it wasn't always the same like circle of friends it was always just like we'd do things together sometimes we're going to parties whatever just hang with people you know that's how it was and then there was a shift in terms of like you know my interests you know uh what he wanted to study he wanted to do law i wanted to do something more creative in terms of arts obviously in our younger years we we're doing that together because we're just trying to find ourselves and you have an, you have a companion where you can actually do things together so you just gonna you're just gonna do that but then when i started becoming independent that's when there was a shift um but yeah having a twin it's 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 something like that's that's really special it's sacred like um there's no one like who actually understands you better than anybody else mm. like yeah yeah your twin um having someone that you can actually always depend on and someone actually understands you especially when you say like also introverted yeah but with the were you always introverted i don't know no actually i wasn't now when i'm thinking like from like primary school and then like maybe into my high school years just maybe maybe high school that's when the introvert uh, actually really came out of me but prior to that you know I was full of confidence like mm. you know I could I could do things all the time and I didn't have a problem actually expressing myself whatsoever it was just yeah maybe came into high school like maybe what you're doing like let's say if you weren't doing sports or certain things you know trying to kind of close yourself and you know what what can you say also mm. Mm. so 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 what what I find interesting right um with you and your brother <clears throat> is that you you speak about how your brother like you failed first <laughs> and then your brother went more down more a um standard route yeah, yeah. whereas you want were looking more at the creative route mm. do you ever like struggle with like even if it's not actually happening but do you ever feel like people are comparing you and your brother oh yeah definitely um it's something that we spoke about but also that i think about is like you know when people are constantly comparing you you don't you're not allowed to become your own individual hmm. and like and that's something people are granted like yeah every other person is actually not a twin yeah but then with us it's constant comparison like you're like oh yeah you're the introvert he's the extrovert hmm. he does it he does this he does that and then you're always constantly comparing yourself to this person it's either who who's going to become like the other it's not that like you know I'll be confident in my own skin and this mm. is what I'll do it's just like when you weigh yourself up against somebody you always trying to see which one is better mm. which one should I lean towards not what should I listen to mm. so and then and then you say you, you guys have also spoken about so like how do you deal with that because mm. obviously it sounds like you've done a lot of thinking about it yeah and like so how how, how do you deal with like mentally Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you cope with that or how how do you ignore it or or like what's your your coping process? Oh, uh, okay. It has to be for me I have to find something so it has to be in certain, you know, certain books that I read. So it has yeah, it has to be it has to be reading or trying something just like, you know, exercise where I don't know from that I just get this euphoria where so I'm um, like things that are, I can't make sense of mm. come to the forefront of my mind. Mm. It's mm. just like no this is what I actually need to be doing. So if it's not your yeah, reading material, it's journaling, something that I took up this year. Especially so, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying this year 
um, just trying to listen to a voice in your head. Okay. So it's something like, you know, journaling where you write certain things down every single day and you're not paying attention to it. And then when you come back later to it, obviously you actually read and you try and make sense of like what message is actually coming across. So, mm. Mm. so, so, so in all of, and, and we'll, we'll move on to, to other topics now, mm-hmm. but I, I really want to understand this one more, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like in all of that, um, in, like imposed judging, mm-hmm. right? Of other, or comparison, sorry, not mm-hmm. judging, comparison. Like, does it ever create an issue between you and your brother? Or has had it ever? Like, had it ever been like, actually, you know, screw this guy, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm not trying to be you, st- you know, stuff like that. Because also, I know one thing about you guys, obviously, because you're my cousins. I've no, you guys are, I mean, you your, and all your siblings are some very, um, when it comes to each other, you're very outspoken. Yeah. And, you've, and you, you, you've, you're very confrontational mm. with each other. Yeah. Which, well, more so, <laughs> more, more so uh, your older siblings. Yeah, yeah. Mzi and Homo. But yeah, so like, has, has has that comparison thing ever affected it your affected relationship? Affected where there's been like a serious eruption of like, yeah. you know, emotions like actually now screw you. Ah, uh, no, I don't think we actually, you know, actually confronted each other. Actually, to be honest, it's like, yo, dude, I'm, I'm not trying to be like you, but mm. we speak about like, you know, the comparison. But it hasn't been a certain situation where I'm like, you know. I ought to do this because he's doing this, and and I don't want to anymore. Hmm. No, I, no, there hasn't there hasn't been that that confrontation. Funny enough, I'm glad it's been with other people, but yeah, not nothing specifically. I don't know. Maybe it's yet to happen. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So then, on your on your on your creative side, hmm. I know you used. I don't know if you still do. You used to produce music. I know. Like that was my. I was gonna get into that. Like producing was. It actually was, it started with me where I was like, you know, it was, it was that 10th grade where I actually, I actually failed and, you know, it was just an escape from all those things that I was doing, obviously from school and all that, just, just relieving stress. So I was actually fooling around just with beats and stuff, my iPad, whatever device I could get. And then it was actually my brother who started, like he took a conscious effort to actually make beats mm. and just produce and it's something they did day and night and he would actually plays beats for me. So... For me, it was more like rapping or just yeah, mm. doing more of that. So I just just to add to that, obviously, because yeah. since I was hearing that, I'm like, you know, this is this is cool, and he's only showing it to me. Might as well just do something with mm. it. So mm. it was just production. Yeah, that came from him, but then just the creativity of like rapping, like writing, actually. Mm. So. And are you, st- are you still doing that? No, not not as much as I no, not as much as I used to. So because I kind of shifted in terms of what I do for like leisurely activities and, mm. just, and like because I treat it as a hobby mm. and like I didn't which is fine we don't always have to yeah. pursue things in uh, mm. our our pa- we don't have to pursue every passion yeah. in the strict sense of of the passion like you don't yeah. necessarily just because uh, obviously I'm being a bit hypocritical mm. just because you love soccer you know, doesn't mean you have to Definitely. become a soccer player or a coach that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying exactly right yeah so that's that's what it was for me it was just, it was just a hobby mm. obviously there was like questions like you know could i devote my life to this i just mm. and like no mm. it was just something that i did just as a hobby you know a few instances where i was in the studio with my friends just you know playing around with bees just rapping and stuff just you know just having fun yeah that's that's what it really was mm. and, and 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 i think a couple of times in your life you've had to like 
and obviously i know this is this, this is a constant i guess a constant theme of this podcast because we're trying to understand existentialism mm-hmm. right right we're trying to understand who we are why we are the way we are mm-hmm. and why the world is the way it is right yeah and I think once you understand that, I think it becomes a lot easier to navigate, you know, because if, if you're in a constant space of being confused as to, like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? How come all of that, all of that? But one thing I found about you, which, is, which, which I found interesting, is that you've, like, had to, quote, unquote, um, find yourself, and which is a constant process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know very recently, like, you, 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 you even were speaking about how I think your mom was busy saying how you must just like accept who you are and don't let anyone try to, mm-hmm. to change that or whatever. And I thought that was beautiful. But then how do you keep on like finding yourself and then like rebuilding? Mm-hmm. Because you've had some setbacks. Yeah. So then when you, when you, I mean, you were in varsity for a year. A year. It was like six months. To be exact. <laughs> six, like six months. Obviously I went for the whole year. Yeah. But like, you know, where I was actually in it. But then mentally, I was out of it for the. Why did you? Why, so so you dropped out? Yeah, not not that I dropped out. I concluded the year, but I actually didn't get, get enough credits to be actually promoted to the next year. Okay. So yeah. So then. But then it was also a decision that I made earlier that I was actually gonna drop out. It was just like, and this is how it actually manifested itself. Ah, see. So it's like, it's the message that you're actually getting. So. So why did you do that? What? Why did I do it? Hmm. Oh, was that that rational intellectual? the intellectual part of my of my my brain that you know we need security you know i need to do things that i need to 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 learn and fend for myself i mean why did you drop out or why, but why you, oh why, why, no, why no. did you de- decide that this is no longer something oh i think why 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 did i actually decide to do it no why did i drop out i, I just found myself you know just being unhappy and uh actually just you know, the more I looked at what I was actually learning, it was just like, this is something I didn't want to do. It was just like, the discontent was, you know, was unbearable. Because mm. then the pressure that I was creating on myself to achieve, you know, was just actually, you know, putting me in a, in a dark place. Um, what and are you studying? And, 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 what are you studying? I, was studying? I was studying business management. Okay. Yeah, I was studying business management and, you know, I wanted to major in management, but I was doing modules like, you know, finance and, and economics. But yeah, it was for the f- first three months. I was like, I was actually handling it like you know something I'm enjoying. More, more so, it was just like the independence part, like yeah, you know, because it was in the Western Cape. Yeah, in the Western Cape, I'm by myself. By myself, yes, my sister was there, but you know, obviously, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still doing this thing by myself. Just the independence part that I wanted, but then just actually the degree is not something that I actually wanted to do. It's not something that I actually prided myself on. The more I asked the question of like. What do I get out of this mm. once I'm done? This maybe there was a lesson, mm. but the, the the degree itself maybe was not what, exactly what I was looking for. Mm. So it was something that I spoke to my mother about on numerous occasions. So yeah. Mm. So then, so then, what what's and I I know you there was a plan for you to go overseas next year. Yeah. I don't know if that's still happening, um, but like what? So what's the plan in terms of? Uh, you figuring it out and like yeah I figured definitely like I have to have to carry on I can't just you know, be idle and life has to continue so what's the plan so what's the plan uh, next year I'm going to after oh, okay. it's, it's, it's a film school it was just actually you know something that I've been doing outside of my outside of my work I've been trying to 
really um, um, just acquire knowledge in terms of in terms of film study and just I really had a genuine interest for film and it wasn't something that I told myself was something that other people picked up yeah. when they spoke to me especially my sister and my brothers like yeah. dude I, I see you like you're studying these things all the time and you know certain things about uh, film that not the average person is looking for when they're watching something and you ought to actually just maybe give it a try in terms of st uh, studying so something that came from you know uh, it was like an external mm. uh, external push but also from within because mm. when they say that it just gave me confidence sure just to actually to push forward so so that's where that's where it came from and that's that's the plan for the next three years dope mm. and I think that that, that, that that would probably suit you mm. um, so like okay and and, and 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 sorry if i'm annoying you now with this question mm. but like in terms of being introverted mm. like what does that actually mean what to you i don't know it and and i know you're not a psychologist yeah but like to you what does it mean being introverted like is not you know feeling the need to always uh converse with people and just um you know be be in the crowd i feel like being introverted is just you know, finding other ways to let's say you know create your own happiness and and just and just, i don't know it's, it's just something like it's something that like i, I can't really explain it's something that i always preferred because when i try actually be an extrovert or just you know really speak to other people and just you know be out there it's not something that i actually enjoy so mm. being introverted is not something where you, you should actually be or actually feel bad about it because mm. when you say introverted it's like you know the stigma or the negative stig con connotation to yeah it. negative connotation towards it and just like you know that's 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 the way it is yeah uh, i don't know if i could actually really you know explain it to you but no you explain it pretty well yeah explain it pretty well mm. And then, and then, I mean, this year has been a very difficult year for all of us, yeah. right? Um, how have you managed to to deal with um, grief? You know, because I mean, I, I, was, I was talking to someone about this a while ago. Mm -hmm. That the worst part of of this year is that there was just like so much death, right? And whether it's COVID nineteen. Mm. Or whether it's businesses closing down, yeah. whether it's people losing livelihood, and then and then we obviously you more more more, more closely had mm. a very uh, close death mm. to you. Like, how do you how do you deal with it? Like, are you dealing with it? Yeah, it's like something I'd never dealt with like in my in my entire life. This the like especially it just it's so bad that especially in this year with dealing with grief, but it's not something that's actually connected to me. That it wasn't connected to yeah. me and then until it actually happened yeah where um my mother mm. so like when that actually happened it you know you know it it, it it put me in a place where i'd never been before yeah and i didn't even know how to deal with it how to navigate you know you're feeling emotions that you've never felt and like you don't even know how to navigate even right now um like i don't know like just dealing with stressful situations I always find myself trying to escape so like exercising mm. and just yeah like exercise like just doing something that will you know relieve stress but 
even even doing that it's it's not the same effect anymore because mm. i've dealt with stress in the past just by doing that and i feel fine but this is not the same situation mm. this is not where i just do that and, and i'll feel fine this is something that i have to live with for, for the years like uh going forward and and i can't even put a time and when, mm. when i'll actually recover or if i will obviously i have to because life has to continue but that's just something people say but uh, yeah look i think it's, it's interesting i don't mm. think and I've told you this mm. obviously before off of off the air. Mm. I don't think it's something we ever mm. get over. Um, I know my our grandmother, mm. uh, Granny Mavi, mm. she died in ninety nine, was it? Ninety eight. Yeah, it was at that time. See, I was in ninety eight, I wasn't even born. Yeah, yeah. I think it was she, I think she, she, she passed away in ninety eight mm. and my mom still hasn't gotten over that. This is now twenty twenty. Mm. And I know of another friend and it was just a coincidence that they were telling me about their cousin mm. who who's been on drugs and all of that since 2001 yeah um which is well things got really bad in 2001 when their mom died yeah now i think i think that's a very in, it's I, I think it's a thing that maybe we need to also like um move disavow ourselves from move away from the the, the idea that certain things need to be we need to get over them. Mm, yeah, I think it's not about getting over; it's about learning how to continue go moving and mm. learning how to um, um, learning how to live with the grief. Mm. I think, and that's something. I mean, that's something that. Yeah, I think we, we shouldn't try to get over things sometimes, yeah. you know. But obviously, you can't be crying every single day. Yeah, you know, because you need to be functional. Yeah, you definitely. know. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, it's, yeah, trying to get out of it. I feel like it's the event itself. That you're, okay. try, that you're trying to get out of um, because like when you witness something like that you're just trying to get out of your mind because that memory you have of that person is not something you want to relate to just memories that you made with them just like really good times so obviously those things you don't want to get over them you want to keep them as close as possible because mm. that's all you have with this person mm. and that's all that's all you can remember and, and can bring you to a state of like you know, you know mm. joy or anything because that's 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 all it like really wasn't it's just yeah getting over the event itself mm. i feel like that's that's one of the hardest things so mm. yeah no with grief um i don't think it's advisable to say get over it um in the sense that that memory you have of that of that person um you should let go of it. i feel like you should keep it as close as possible that's all you have mm, that's yeah. all you have yeah, yeah. dope mm. That dope. That 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 that's a very somber. Mm. That's a very somber point to end the podcast on, and and I and, and I I'm happy with that only because I think it's a meaningful point, mm. and I don't think we always have to end on a high note mm. because that's not always always authentic. Yeah. Um, people want to follow you on Instagram and Twitter. These things. Oh, it's Tando Vilagazi. You know, mm. underscore. It's just one word. Tando Vilagazi underscore. They can find me. It's the same on Twitter. Um, yeah, those are all the platforms that I'm on, but I'll, I'm, I won't say that I'm very active on You're them. Really not. No, no, I'm really not active <laughs> on them. So I'm not trying to sell you anything. I want you need to be there because you know there's something that I'm giving you. Like no, like any anything else you want to add uh, to the general podcast? Uh, plugging any of your your other stuff? I don't know. I don't think you've put out any of your creative. Yeah, stuff. No, no, no. I just want to say thank you uh, for having me and taking the time. You, you know to dive deep into my mind when you know 
you have to sometimes dig it out of somebody oh, oh no yeah. repent <laughs> you have to dig it out of somebody but you know it, it's it's good for you so <laughs> no, i'm glad i'm glad um, also, also, um, you, oh actually before you end, have you ever considered going to uh therapy so, like to a psychologist just to talk in general not about this particular event mm. but just generally um yeah i i had um i think was more last year mm-hmm. when i wanted actually to like see a therapist because i you know i felt like you know depression really actually you know actually crept in for me and for a good part of last year when the pressure of you know trying to you know um trying to succeed and the, the pressure i put on myself and, and the patterns that i created for myself were you know quite destructive where i'd run myself into the ground in work and just trying to stay busy and trying to learn and um that's when i felt like i, I needed help when i also at that time you know i'm a person that really um valued solitude mm. and I, I liked like my quiet time and my downtime but i realized you you really can't do that all the time because it's it's destructive when you don't speak to other people where you could get advice on certain things and you feel like you can just carry things all on your own when you really can't so mm. That's uh, that's when I actually really wanted to speak to somebody who wasn't really connected to me, mm-hmm. um, because I wouldn't feel the need to go to a friend and lay all my problems on them. I'm not I'm not that type of person, and, yeah. and just the environment that I grew up in it was just like we thought we just internalized it and we dealt with it at home. Or yeah, there was no serious outlet, so yeah, that's when I wanted to go to therapy. But, but you haven't been? No, I haven't been. I would recommend you to mm-hmm. go. I think it would be it would be interesting for you, especially considering your personality. Mm. But I, I recommend that everyone sees a psychologist. Actually, I should start getting psychologists to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, I'm always uh, forever plugging them. But oh, another thing. So what? So people often struggle with getting the right psychologist, mm-hmm. which, which which is normal. I mean, I changed psychologist twice, and because yeah. you need to find the right fit. But what I what I'd always recommend is um, a queso, mm. right? So I guess so is a mental health facility. Mm. Um, it's not strictly a hospital, but it's like yeah, it's like a mental health facility. Some people are there for like depression, anxiety, and other stuff. Whereas other people are there for like addiction yeah. and stuff like that. Those general. Yeah. So so I always recommend a guess so because that's what I mean. That's where I got my psychologist from. The nice thing about them is that you can literally phone them. Yeah. And say hi. Um, I'm looking for a therapist. Uh, for, well, you have to be specific. I'm looking for a psychologist. Um, I prefer a young black psychologist. Yeah. And then that's what I got. I got a young black psychologist. Yeah. Young black female. Yes. Very beautiful young lady. <laughs> yes, but I know. Yeah. I've told, <laughs> I've told you this yeah. before. We just put it out there. Yes, you told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, I think, yeah, that's another thing. I think when, when you're looking for psychologists, I think always look for ones that will kind of under, understand you. On, on a certain level I wouldn't mind if it was a old white male mm. because I would I, I would feel like they could kind of get me to an extent yeah but I but in that particular situation I wanted someone black who could understand me and someone young who could also understand me yeah. and also I was willing to give them the time because they're still improving yeah and yeah she, she improved a lot oh. she improved a lot over the time but anyway yes yeah that's my plug for oh. i guess so i guess so oh, y'all better yeah. send me a check yeah they better they better pay you man <laughs> you better send me a check um Free. yeah dope thank yeah. you very much for being on the podcast and i really thank appreciate you. thank you for opening up and uh, letting us know those things oh yeah i enjoyed being here man thank you for dope. it is the anim 
three six five all hits no misses thank you very much for listening man